Welcome to Vocation Series by Net Canada. These are the stories of people who have served as a Net missionary and gone on to serve Christ and His Church through their lives. So to introduce myself, uh, my name is Father Marcus Shawnup. I've been a priest for just about a year now. I was ordained in August 15th, 2020. And I'm a member of the Companions of the Cross, a priest with a religious community, a society of apostolic life um, that was actually founded in Ottawa. Uh, it was founded by Father Bob Bedard in 1985. And so we're a fairly young community, uh, but I like to think a, a vibrant community at that. We are a society of apostolic life and we live as brothers together. Just as Jesus had his disciples who not only shared a mission, they, they shared a life. And so too with our community, uh, we share a life where we're brothers first. And our mission is really evangelization, the renewal of parishes, renewal of a church through the renewal of an individual person. We are men of the Eucharist. We are truly devoted to Mary. We are loyal to the magisterium and we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so it's a great blessing, a great joy to be part of this, this new community that the Lord um, has many plans for and I'm happy to be a part of that. How was your year on Net Canada? Uh, I was on Net in 2010. So it was kind of a 2010, 2011 year. And I was on a parish team in Wetaskiwin, Alberta. I came on to NET basically a couple months after becoming Catholic. So it was like Catholic boot camp in many ways. So I, I grew up agnostic. You know, I, I didn't believe in God. I didn't have any notion of God or religion. Um, my family was wonderful, very good family, good morals, good values, uh, but God was not part of the picture. And so I went through life kind of just doing what the world told me was good, pursuing those values that the world held dear to them. And it wasn't until university when I moved in with a Catholic. You know, I was studying forestry and during the summers I would work for logging companies. And when I went to work for one logging company, it turns out that one of my classmates also had the same job in the same small town. We moved in together and to my surprise, he was Catholic. This was a shock to me. You know, he went to mass on Sundays. He had a crucifix up on the wall. He would pray before going to work. And he was actually a NET alumni. Um, his experience on NET really gave him the tools to share his own faith and to solidify the faith that the Lord has given him. And so his life was a great witness to me. It really encouraged me to start asking the questions I never asked in my life. You know, is there a God? Do I believe in him? Do I need to follow him? Do I need to be Catholic or can I be some other um, religion? And so this really began three years of journeying, of searching, asking those questions. And it wasn't until uh, a time at Rise Up, which is hosted by CCO, where there was a night of adoration and during that night of adoration, I basically gave God an ultimatum. This was after many years of asking questions of intellectual knowledge that I've gained, but I had no heart knowledge of Jesus. He wasn't real uh, to me. I said basically that night before the Blessed Sacrament, I said, God, if, if you're real, show me or I'm out. You've had this opportunity. If you don't show me now, I'm, I'm walking out this door. I'm not coming back. And Instantly, I felt this, this wave of, of joy, this, this peace, this, this fire go through my body, and everything changed. Um, I knew that, that God was real, that Jesus died for my sins, and that he has a plan for my life. My priorities shifted, my values shifted. I couldn't explain, you know, all the truths of the faith at that point, but I knew I wanted to become Catholic, and I wanted to share what I had just experienced with everyone I encountered. And that included trying to sign up for NET and also CCO missions several days later. But I said, nope, first, you know, maybe, maybe become Catholic first. And so that's what I did. I uh, went through RCIA and then at the Easter Vigil, April 2010, 
I was baptized, I was confirmed, and I received First Holy Communion. And several months later, I, I went and met training, and I was stationed then at a parish team, which continued to be like Catholic boot camp for me. How did God work through your year on Net Canada to help you find your vocation? So my time on Net, um, it, was, it was not a traveling team, it was a parish team. And I think that was a big factor for me um, in, in part of my discernment of priesthood, because I've never really experienced a parish from the inside. You know, as a convert to the faith, I didn't grow up in a lot of parishes. Well, I didn't grow up in any parishes, um, but I've only had glimpses of parishes. And what Net provided me with was this insight to the whole parish year and the idea of, of journeying with people and discipling people and um, evangelizing, not just, you, not just a one event you know, that you put on, like a retreat, but you're walking with them on a day-to-day -day basis, on a weekly basis, whether it's going to schools, whether it's having events at the parish. And that kind of just confirmed in me the desire to share the faith all the more. It confirmed that, that there's nothing else that I want to do in life than share the gospel and bring people to encounter Jesus as, as I had encountered Jesus. And so my time on that really planted the seed or, or maybe watered a seed that was already there to consider priesthood. Before that, it was like, that's for someone else. But um, net, particularly after net, going back into the world, um, going back into a career, that's when I started to rediscern or, or discern a vocation in a truer sense. What impact does net have on your vocation today? So my time on net was, was really like Catholic boot camp. It was this time as a new Catholic to really discover um, so much of the faith and, and what it meant to be a disciple and what it meant to be a missionary. And, you know, the idea of having that prayer life with, with Jesus on a daily basis of not only journeying towards God as an individual, but within a community, both as a parish, you know, because I was part of a parish team, but also as a team, a net team. You know, we would come together, we would pray, we'd praise the Lord, we would go to Mass together. And, and all of that really just fostered this desire um, for holiness in me. And a lot of the, the stuff that started with net, whether it's prayer life or um, being open to praising the Lord and praise and worship really continued um, still into my priesthood. I mean, I joined a community that of priests, so I'm, I'm not just a priest on my own, but I, I live in community. And a lot of that was shaped by this desire that came out of net of, of serving with, with brothers and sisters in Christ. What was my favorite childhood movie? Um, I guess when I was really small, Bambi. That was what I, my parents said I watched over and over and over again. Maybe it fostered a love for the outdoors, I don't know. As I grew up, high school, Gladiator was, pro was probably the movie I've watched the most times in my life was Gladiator. Gladiator is still up there. Gladiator is still probably one of my top 10 movies. I also love The Lord of the Rings, even the extended versions, you know, do a big marathon. What fruit or vegetable would it most likely be? I mean, this brings me back to an interview during university actually, and someone asked me like, what kind of car would you be? And I was just like, that's a weird question. I, I can't even remember what I answered, but what type of fruit, what type of vegetable would I be? Probably a potato. <laughs> a potato, um, just because you can't go wrong with potato. I mean, you could do a lot with potato. It's hard to make something bad with potatoes. Um, and it's just kind of one of those tried and true vegetables that, that's just there, it's a staple, it's reliable, and it's nothing fancy. It's not gonna be the life of the party. It's not gonna be the, the most talked about dish, but, Everyone loves potatoes. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Ah, uh, crunchy, definitely crunchy. I do not have a favorite brand, but I do like natural. So, yeah, no you gotta stir it, otherwise it just settles. And Favorite type of pizza? No, I mean, I, I, I like all food, really. Like, <laughs> doesn't type, as long as there's no anchovies. No anchovies, 
pizza's good. Yeah. I did not eat a lot of pizza on net, uh, mainly because I was on a parish team. And so I think, you know, you're staying in host homes for a week to two weeks at a time. And we didn't do many retreats, um, our team. So thankfully, there wasn't a lot of pizza given to us. If you could write a best-selling book, what would it be about? If I could write a book, I got to say about God, about Jesus, about the church. I have no idea what that would be. You know, that's the Lord's uh, prompting if he wants me to write a book. I'm not sure who would read it, but, uh, but yeah, I am no clue. What would I tell to someone who's interested in doing that? Uh, do it. You know, if you're interested, check it out. Apply. Uh, you know, if, if God wants you to go on net, uh, he'll open doors. He'll make it possible. It's a wonderful opportunity. It's a hard year of your life, but it's a very blessed year. Sometimes the hardest things in life are what help us grow and really benefit us the most. And I could say that net was definitely one of those hard years of my life, but a very blessed year. And uh, I wouldn't change it for anything. Tips and tricks for becoming a saint. So I'm not a saint. I'm not the one to ask. But uh, if, if I have to answer that um, prayer, it's about relationship with God. And, and if we're not praying, then how can we imitate the one whom we're, we're called to follow after? Yeah, first and foremost, we need to have a prayer life. We need to have that relationship with God. Uh, beyond that, um, the sacraments. The Lord desires to give us so much grace and we can receive the sacraments every day, you know, with the mass. Uh, we can go to confession on a regular basis. Um, the Lord wants to give us all that we need um, for the trials and, and the joys of life, and that's through the sacraments. And then finally, community. You know, the Lord, he didn't just call individuals to be individuals. He called individuals to be part of something greater. You look at the disciples, you look at the early church, there was always community. And that community really fostered others to, to stay on track, to, to run the race so as to win, that they didn't have to do this alone, that um, they could encourage one another, they could support one another. And when we go off track, they can help bring us back. So community is key. I want to discern my vocation. Where do I start? So you want to discern your vocation and you're not sure where to start. Well, the first place to start is prayer. It's, it's really rooted in that relationship with God. The Lord is the one who, who gives us vocations. He's the one who's created us. He's the one who knows us. And he doesn't want to keep us in the dark. He really wants to lead us to holiness. And he wants to lead us to that which will make us happiest here, now, and in the life to come. And so if we want to discern our vocation, we have to be rooted in prayer. We have to go to the Lord and just talk with him. Just be honest. Don't have to have any masks, any agendas. It's just simply being with him. And when we do that, the Lord will, will move in our heart. He'll, he'll place desires and reveal desires that maybe we didn't even know we had. And so we shouldn't be afraid um, of what God's going to call us to. Uh, we shouldn't be afraid of what if he says this or what if he says that, because ultimately that's what's going to make us happiest. And it's easy to say and it's harder to wait. Um, but just give God permission. Give God permission to, to move when he wants to move, to act when he wants to act, and to call you to whatever he wants you to go to. The Lord does have a plan, it's, and it's not always going to be easy. It might be scary at times, but that's an adventure, and it's the best adventure we can go on.